Today's podcast is sponsored by Highmark Health. Highmark Health is a Pittsburgh-based diversified health and wellness system that, together with its affiliates, comprises the fourth largest overall Blue Cross Blue Shield affiliated organization in the country based on membership, with more than 6 million members across Pennsylvania, Delaware, West Virginia, and parts of New York. To learn more, visit www.highmarkblueshield.com. Welcome to the Pennsylvania Chamber's All Business Podcast, featuring the perspectives and unique insights of the Commonwealth's most dynamic executives, entrepreneurs, and leaders. My name is Rick Moran, Director of Marketing for the PA Chamber. My guest today is Anthony Fashi, who is the chair of Saxon and Stump's Hospitality Group and a member of the Real Estate Business Corporate and Tax Law Groups at Saxon and Stump. Uh, we had a great conversation, really, really interesting. Uh, a lot of overlap between the PA Chamber membership and the Pennsylvania business community and the services offered by this uh, great law firm, Saxon and Stump. Um, you're you're going to learn a lot about everything that they do and really what's important to your business that you might not already be thinking about. So with no further ado, here's my conversation today with Tony Fashi. Tony, thank you so much for joining us today on the All Business Podcast. We really appreciate you being here. Oh, Rick, it, it's absolutely my pleasure. And I just want to really thank the Pennsylvania Business Chamber for all of their grassroots advocacy, their business development, the events and training that you guys put on, and the tools that you give businesses in Pennsylvania for solutions it's just fantastic. It's absolutely my pleasure to be here. Thank you. No, we appreciate that, Tony. So I actually think this is a first for the All Business Pods. It's the first law firm that we've had on. So we're really, really excited. Uh, can you tell us just a little bit about the firm, Saxon and Stump? Absolutely. Um, so Saxon and Stump was founded in 2015 by a handful of friends. And we've really become the fastest growing firm in Pennsylvania with over 190 professionals in six separate offices, we are a full-ranged law firm. I mean, we do everything from healthcare, trucking, construction, banking, real estate, franchising, risk management. The list really does go on and on and on. And it's with those, you know, 190 professionals, you know, in our various offices that really allows us um, to service clients and to leverage technology and to really keep track of what's going on in the business community and how we can help. That's great. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I mean, I know for our members, we have members across the state, across the country, across the world and uh, <laughs> all different industries. And it's nice to know that there's, you know, a firm like yourselves right here in Pennsylvania that can help with pretty much any aspect of the business. Can you tell us like your specific role within the firm and what your specialty is? Well, yeah, I guess. I guess this is my elevator speech, huh, Rick? Yeah. So I'm a corporate tax real estate attorney with a concentration in hospitality. Um, people always go, what, what's that? I, I counsel clients with the purchase and sale of restaurants and hotels and all the business needs related there, too. So, you know, I started out my practice as a litigator and then became a uh, real estate attorney. Um, and that kind of led into um, real estate and then hospitality. So, you know, my past experience as a litigator and seeing what people fight about really gave me a perspective on 
how do we anticipate issues in business? Um, and then from there, I represented the largest Holiday Inn franchisee in the country. Um, and that started my hospitality uh, sector. And I got involved with the Pennsylvania Tourism and Lodging Association. I was general counsel for them. Uh, they later merged in the Pennsylvania Restaurant Association. Um, so really, I'm a corporate tax real estate guy uh, with a subspecialty in hospitality, but a pretty broad range of practice. I, I would imagine that, I mean, the COVID pandemic kind of threw everybody for a loop, right? <laughs> so it was pretty obvious, you know, if we go back 2020, 2021, everything's shutting down. Um, where are we now? Like, is it, are you seeing like, uh, are things back to normal? Is there growth in that industry? Well, I will say this, you know, it's really funny with business economy. Um, and, and I've seen this over the years. Hospitality is the first industry that feels the effect of a downturn and the last industry to come back from that downturn. <laughs> so it's really interesting that you bring that up. Of course, COVID was absolutely devastating on this industry. People don't realize when they hear hospitality or hotels, they don't realize the business sector, people traveling to meet clients, people traveling to sell their wares, okay? Yeah. And of course, also the leisure travel. So again, when COVID hit and everything shut down, mortgage payments don't stop. <laughs> right. <laughs> Real estate taxes don't stop. Electric and water and sewer and employees don't stop. So, yeah, it was very, very, very trying on the industry. You know, thank mm -hmm. God there were, you know, some things available within the industry, some deferrals, um, also some economic relief. However, as I said earlier, hospitality is the last industry to come back. It's starting to come back. If people yeah. are starting to move more, um, business travel hasn't picked up to pre-pandemic levels, but it's getting closer. Um, your real issue now, however, though, is 15 months of um, Fed rate increases. So a lot of people that were on five-year mortgages, term renewal sets at 3%, at 5%, are now facing 7 and 8 with with revenues that, that really are not back to pre-pandemic levels. So, yeah, um, you know, hospitality is, is unique that way. But we're seeing a turnaround. We're also seeing some um, constriction in the industry. Um, and uh, I think in the latter part of 23, first part of 24, you might see um, items getting back to what we call the real normal. Yeah. No, it's really interesting because you think about those interest rate hikes. A lot of people think of it. I know I think of it just from a personal level. You don't think about how that also affects the businesses that have properties and have uh, hold these mortgages and they're trying to run a business at the same time. Well, it also really affects the sale market, the acquisition of it. So again, when you look at revenues generated from a business and then you have to have debt service, well, there's a big difference between debt service at 4% and 7% or 5% and 10%. So again, um, you know, properties value decreases. So again, 
those are real issues facing not only the hospitality industry, but all acquisition of businesses. So in Pennsylvania specifically, are, you, are those trends you're seeing in it, you know, stay true to Pennsylvania or is there anything unique happening in this state as it relates to the rest of the country? Well, yeah. So, you know, Pennsylvania really does actually have a really large and diverse economy. You know, believe it or not, over the last several years, state and local governments have really acted on certain tax reforms and improving the regulatory environment. We've been helpful in that. I mean, our group at Saxon and Stump, who deals with government relations and regulations within the various industries, are really important liaison between the business community and clients and those needed in order to make that area more business friendly. You know, what we're seeing are deal makers are favoring really smaller deals because of the cost of money at this point in time. Um, deal volume is relatively strong compared to pre-COVID levels. Um, a third have a third of the people out there that are really doing deals have reported value. Um, it's around pre-pandemic levels, but there's a lot of economic uncertainty and regulatory scrutiny that have really dampened the big deals that are you know that you always hear of that always hits the high line. Um, you know, high interest rates, inflationatory pressures, um, economic uncertainty, you know, what it's really causing a trend is that businesses um, are going to be more purposeful of how they allocate capital to deals, right? And they're going to rely upon business professionals like we have here at Saxton to help navigate those regulatory and business issues. Yeah, that's that's so that's so interesting because I think there's the thing that the general public sees, and you're kind of talking about, you know, how this is affecting, uh, you know, businesses sort of a little bit behind the scenes, but really affects us all at the end of the day. Whether it's our, you know, the number of jobs these businesses are able to create because of these, how the interest rates affect, uh, you know, the yeah, job growth and how it affects everyday Joe, what's going to cost you to go visit some of these places and enjoy some of these hospitality venues. Tony, are there any new laws in Pennsylvania specifically that are making some of these real estate transactions a little more or less friendly in the state? <laughs> you know, it's really funny you mentioned that, Rick. You know, the laws are always changing. Always. New items are always being introduced. It's, 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 it's something that we really track for our clients. You know, again, um, we look at our clients as partnerships, right? So we're on the lookout for things that we know may or may not affect them. They may not get wind of it until it hits a paper or anything along those lines. But yeah, there's some things moving through legislation right now that will affect the real estate market. Don't know if it'll have impact on deals at this moment. But again, it's one of the things that we monitor and we will reach out to our client and say, hey, just to give you a heads up, this is something that, that, that does have legs or doesn't have legs. And, and you may want to be prepared for it, right? Yeah. This is its impact on you. 
And, and I can't tell you how many clients have said to me, Tony, thanks. I didn't see it coming. Um, you know, this will affect something, right? And then we can start planning and try to deal with that. Um, so yeah, one of the things that, that, that may or may not be a detriment to real estate deals is a lot of counties are really facing some budgetary constraints, right? Um, and they're looking at ways to raise revenue. Um, the only way to do that is property taxes and really transfer taxes. So yeah. you're seeing, you know, in Pennsylvania, there's a 2% transfer tax, transfer tax, one that goes to the state and one that goes to the county. You're seeing some counties raising that to three, sometimes 4%, right? Um, and that's going to have an impact because again, it affects the cost of the deal. And when you're crunching numbers together with higher interest rates, um, lower revenues, um, it affects. So will it have a huge impact? No, it's really just the cost of doing business. But what you really want to make sure of is that you have a good team in place that isn't there when you call them. It's when you don't call them. It's when they're looking out for you because they know you, they appreciate you, and they're in your camp helping you. And in this day and age, nobody can be a chief cook and bottle washer. You need those professionals who are partners with you. And that's what we do at Saxon and stuff. Yeah, I couldn't agree more because we, we do the same thing here at the chamber. We're always looking out for our members, whether they know that there's something to be looked out for or not. Uh, and and that's, that's what I brought up you know, earlier. You know, just your grassroots advocacy and the tools that you're providing to your members really are invaluable. I've looked at them um, and, and I think they're just fantastic. And to be a, a, a member of the chamber and to utilize the information that's available is again, going back to that partnership that we all need to succeed. Yeah, it got me thinking, cause we see this in all different facets of, of a business, like uh, for human resources issues and staffing issues. We always see small businesses, especially, but also larger businesses that aren't paying attention to certain things. I just thought uh, from your perspective as a law firm, I'm sure there's probably, you guys see businesses that really should have legal services that don't, and they just tend to ignore that facet of the business. Is there a generalization you can provide of like, what's a, what's a legal service that maybe you guys provide that maybe not enough businesses are taking advantage of? Well, you know, I, people always sit there and say to me, hey, you're a lawyer, you must be going to court, right? Well, as I said earlier, I started my career as a litigator, mm -hmm. right? So I was always in court. Um, but now to answer your question, I think a business needs a great quarterback, mm -hmm. right? So a person that not only understands something specific about your industry, but about your business, and has the ability to go, you know, that HR matter, you really need to talk to our HR group. Hey, you know, I saw this coming across from our government relations group. It could affect you. Maybe you should be introduced to somebody in our group that can help you along. So to answer your question, you need a lawyer who's a good quarterback, who understands the big picture but also has the resources available to them to help you succeed in your business. 
No solo practitioner can do that. They may have a great specialty. They may have a great skill. But unless they have the ability to partner with you and the areas that you need, it's not going to work out. So healthcare, risk management, insurance, you know, mm-hmm. municipal, those are all the various areas that may not be paramount to a business, but affects a business. Right. And you better have somebody that's antenna goes up when they hear something or see something and let you know about it. So true. Do you have any specific examples you could share with us? So we got, a, I mean, we got a couple, right? In the hospitality industry, um, you know, I, I, I get a telephone call from a client regarding an employment issue. Well, you know, I know enough to be dangerous, you know? So again, I in, in bring in my employment people and it's resolved within 10 days. Um, but it also leads to the vision that, that the client has to revamp certain procedures, which we're able to help with, um, you know, litigation <laughs> in the middle of a construction um, property improvement plan. We have a client whose contractor just walks off the job and there's still a timeline to meet and a million dollars left to do. How do we handle that? And again, we have a full construction group that we're able to introduce the client to and address those issues. Tony, I want to circle back to your firm and your your footprint, uh, both here in Pennsylvania and around the country. Could you tell us a little bit about uh, what that consists of and where you're growing? Well, well yes. You know, as, as I said earlier, we, we were founded in 2015, and we we're actually one of the fastest growing, the fastest growing firm in PA with 190 professionals. Um, we, we are across six separate offices in the state of Pennsylvania. And, you know, the growth of our offices, both recently in Harrisburg downtown, um, as well as Philadelphia, was really part of our strategic plan. Um, You know, when we started the firm in 2015, our focus really was on innovation and fresh takes on client service. Again, it all relates to client service. We, we really pushed for and have a true focus on leveraging technology with helps lawyers help our clients. You know, we want to do and provide really an unparalleled set of resources for our clients. I don't know of any firm in the state, you know, that, that can offer so many cross resources, you know, for example, our, our downtown Harrisburg office houses our government relation group. You know, they're close to the Capitol. It allows our clients access and, in, and assistance in dealing with the numerous regulations with face their industries. You know, our, our Philadelphia office was really born out of our natural expansion east from our Malvern office. And what it does, it betters position us to assist clients with their legal and more importantly, their business needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Um, you know, it's it, it's certainly I've learned a lot in this conversation <laughs> just about the importance, as you said earlier, of having that quarterback 
um, you know, in your stable, uh, supporting your business. So I really appreciate that. Um, Tony, I want to thank you so much for being here today. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, I know our members are absolutely going to love this conversation and we look forward to working with you in the future. Well, Rick, I can't thank you enough. And is there anything that we can do or I can do to further assist the chamber or its members? Or if there's something that they hear during this podcast that they may want to follow up on, please feel free to have them reach out to me. More than happy to discuss with them. We'll make sure that we uh, have links to Saxon and stuff on our website, pachamber.org. And uh, for anyone that's looking to get in touch with Saxon Stump or Tony, we'll make sure that we can connect you. So thank you so much. Rick, again, thank you very much. Please be safe and um, best of luck. Thank you for listening to the All Business Podcast from the Pennsylvania Chamber. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. With almost 10,000 member organizations, the Pennsylvania Chamber advocates for job creation and greater prosperity across the Commonwealth. Visit our website at pachamber.org to learn more about us, our members, and how to become part of the statewide voice of business. We'll see you next time.